Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner. Whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. And happy Thursday, a busy, busy day around the country, particularly in Trump world. Two separate dramatic hearings going on across the country. One in New York, where a judge said that Donald Trump's fraud trial for his company, the criminal fraud trial in New York, the first of the criminal trials, will start with jury selection on March 25th. It'll be interesting to see if there are any more appeals left in that case or whether that's the beginning of the prosecution of the former president in an actual trial. Meanwhile, in Georgia, salacious and contradictory testimony being elicited in the case of Fonnie Willis, the district attorney in Fulton County who was prosecuting Trump on January 6th charges. Her prosecutor that she named to run the case admitted he had a romantic relationship with Fonnie Willis, but claims it started after the prosecution of Trump, after he was hired to prosecute Trump on January 6th. But one of Fonnie Willis's former friends came out and said, no, that's not true. It started in 2019. Well, guess what? That's still playing out as we speak right now. You can watch it live on the justthenews.com website. A strong possibility that Fonnie Willis gets excommunicated or dismissed from the case, which could have a profound effect on the timetable and the outcome of that case, depending how the judge deals with it. That's a big deal. There are many other big developments going on today. Argentinian President Javier Malay. Yep, you remember him, right? He's the populist conservative that's taking a quote-unquote chainsaw to the excessive spending in the Argentine government, cutting in half, getting rid of deep state workers. He's going to attend CPAC next week. He's coming to America for his first big visit with conservatives on this side of the pond. That's a big moment. In Kansas City, that tragic shooting that occurred towards the end of the Kansas City Super Bowl celebration. It apparently is a dispute between several people, police said. No charges filed yet, but we know two of the three people in custody are juveniles. Imagine if that was a bunch of kids firing that many shots and hindering so many people. I think 20-plus people wounded there, including many children, one dead. That is a terrible, terrible tragedy. A big blow to the liberal ideology known as ESG, environmental social governance. Two of the largest and most influential investment firms in the country, J.P. Morgan and BlackRock, well, they're exiting this coalition that was advocating environmentally conscious investments. That is a big, significant pullout 
probably a direct result of some of the work that House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan has done. He has done some oversight questioning whether these companies were investing by ideology rather than in the best interest of getting returns for their extraordinary customers. And I think that this is a big moment. You're seeing the marketplace dove woke into a lot of these policies and now are diving out saying they don't work. They don't work. And that's been the case for Bud Light and Target and JP Morgan and BlackRock now. A tremendous win for those who felt like these investment firms should simply focus on return on investment, which is what they were hired to do and not try to deal social engineering or climate politics. Well, that's what happened today at J.P. Morgan and, and BlackRock. Uh, J.P. Morgan announcing a full exit, BlackRock reducing its level of participation significantly, I think about $9 trillion out. That's a pretty big deal. Also, State Street Global Advisors was also pulling out of that commission. So three really large players, BlackRock, J.P. Morgan, a little bit bigger than State Street, but all significant amounts of money being pulled out of the marketplace. How about that? All right. We've got a great show for you today. First, let me give you the lineup. Then I want to get to one story that we broke overnight, wanted to talk about, and then I want to set up one of our big guests today, because James Comer, the chairman of the House Oversight Committee, the chief impeachment investigator for Joe Biden is going to lead our show off today. That's going to be a big one. And he's going to talk about something you're going to hear. It's very important. I want you to hear this part. He now has a witness who identified a previously unknown bank account tied to Joe Biden. And that witness told Comer and the lawmakers and the congressional investigators that it's possible that the account was used to take money from Joe Biden's grandchildren and give it to grandpa president. Think about that. Normally, most relationships are grandpas give money to their grandchildren, right? Support them, love them, do that. What if the money flowed the other way? James Comer is going to talk about that. It's a story we broke here at Just the News last night. And you're going to hear the chairman talk about it today. That's a big deal. That's a great start to the show. In the second block, we're not going to let you down one bit. Senator Marsha Blackburn is on the show. She is focused on border security on an extraordinary new case in Memphis that shows the dangers of letting out violent criminals without bail or with low bail, and they just turn around and commit more heinous crimes like murders and shootings. Senator Marshall Blackburn is going to talk about that dynamic in her home state, as well as the border crisis, what we're learning about the Biden crime family, and so much more. And then we'll finish up with a big conversation with the Western Energy Alliance's Kathleen Sagama. This is Energy Week in Washington, D.C. It's hard to tell with all the other news, but one of the dynamics mix is that there is a omnibus energy bill being introduced and pushed through the House this week that would reverse Joe Biden's head-scratching decision to block or stop or delay liquid natural gas exports from the United States. This is unusual because these LNGs are helping Europe, which is often reliant on Russian energy sources. U.S. LNG would alleviate that burden for places like Ukraine and the rest of Eastern Europe. And it also would benefit our country. And by the way, natural gas a lot better than coal for reducing carbon emissions, something that Joe Biden and his team say they're trying to do. But for some reason, they put a pause on this to make the left side of their party happy because the left side of the party is trying to end fossil fuels in, in this world. And Western Energy Alliance chief Kathleen Sagama is going to explain what happened, why the pushback has been so strong. There's even Democrats criticizing it. And we'll cover all that in today's really powerful and important third block of the show today. So three great guests back to back to back today. I'm really excited. James Comer, Marsha Blackburn, Kathleen Sagam. It's a great lineup. All right. Now, before we get to commercial break, I want to go over one very important story that a lot of people may not have had the chance to digest that, but it's very important for the future of 
this country because there has been some ambiguity, if not outright omission and dishonesty, about what the Biden administration's Homeland Security Department does after it allows an illegal alien to escape its custody. All right. You're checked into the country, even though you're legally. Does the U.S. government continue tracking them? And there's been a lot of back and forth and ambiguity and uncertainty. And I think a lot of people are like, I can't even understand it anymore. Well, thanks to our friends at Protect the Public Trust, which is a wonderful government watchdog group doing a lot of important things in the the country. We now know that there's a very clear answer. Why? Because a Homeland Security Department sent an email off the record for whatever that means, meaning that they've said it, but they couldn't be used quoted by a reporter, right? But they told this reporter from the Washington Post pretty unequivocally, now we don't track people. Once they go to the interior of the country, we lose track of them. We stop tracking them once they leave our custody. That is a really, really significant admission because it's been left ambiguous in congressional hearings and some of these court hearings. And what's happening is millions of illegal aliens are being trafficked into the interior of the country and we're losing track of them, right? That's what everyone's been telling you. You heard that from Glenn Grothman. You've heard that from Mark Morgan. You've heard, but the Biden administration's like, "Eh, it's a little bit more complicated. We're not going to really get into it. And they omit some very important facts. But listen to this language. The Washington Post reporter in September 2022 wrote the Homeland Security Department, are more people deciding to settle in D.C. and New York or more recently Chicago as a result of the program where they might have previously been inclined to remain in Texas and Arizona? It's a meaningful thing. Why are these immigrants trying to go into the interior of the country? The response back, off the record, that's hard for us to say because they're getting on those buses and after they're already out of our custody. The official answered, that said, anecdotally, including what I hear from other reporters, it does not appear that word is spreading and they are looking for those buses for the free transportation. It does appear that word is spreading, not isn't, but is spreading. I've also heard many people are getting off along the way, so they're using the buses for as long as it's convenient. But again, because they're out of our custody by then, it's hard for us to be able to answer that. In other words, they're not tracking them. That's a pretty remarkable email. You could read that extraordinary email exchange on the website under the dig-in tool of this headline. It's a story that Stephen Richards and I broke this morning. Homeland admitted in emails it fails to track illegal immigrants released into the interior, U.S. interior of the country. All right. It's important. Now, Michael Chamberlain, the director of Protect the Public Trust, said the emails are fresh proof that Homeland officials know the consequences of their policy on border security. They're just not being honest about it when questioned in public. He said any homeland attempt to claim that it is not responsible for the crisis at the border and lack any mean, and that they it lacks any means to solve the fast failing disaster is just not true. It's just not true. They admitted it to Washington Post reporters. Brandon Judd, Border Patrol agent and the president of the National Border Patrol Council, he reacted. You're going to hear him later in the week. He's coming on the podcast, but he said this is something he's been trying to call attention to, and he thinks that this failure to track illegal aliens that shouldn't even be in the country and now they're being trafficked in, that this should become the focal point of the impeachment trial of Alejandro Mayorkas. So you're going to hear Brandon Judd talk about that and a whole lot more later in in the week when we have him on. I think he's on in the week, and I'm looking forward to having that. But that is a big story. You can check that out one more time. The headline is, Homeland Admitted in Emails It Fails to Track Illegal Immigrants Released into the U.S. Interior. All right, now we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, Chairman James Comer, right after these messages. You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. 
Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, add lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code justnews15. That's the promo code justnews15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a health care provider. All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote, it's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they've also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free Social Security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale. Four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S forward slash Just News. Welcome back, America. As I mentioned at the top of the show, bombshell testimony after bombshell testimony. One business partner after the other of Hunter Biden and the Biden family coming in and saying Joe Biden absolutely was the brand. He was the man upon which all these millions of dollars of payments were being made because people wanted his influence. The latest one to come and do that, Tony Bobolinsky, a man who's been telling this story to the FBI since 2020. Today, he got his chance before the impeachment inquiry in the House Oversight Committee. And we're very lucky to be joined at the at this moment, by the man who conducted that interview today, Chairman James Comer of the House Oversight Committee. Mr. Chairman, good to have you back on the show. Thanks for having me, John. Uh, you probably have a few headlines out of the Bobolinsky testimony. What struck you most over the course of the, uh, the hours of uh, questioning today? Well, obviously, uh, when he talked about what exactly CEFC was, uh, who their ownership really was, and that was the Chinese Communist Party, uh, what their business objectives were, and that was essentially, John, to uh, enact the Belt and Road Initiative in the United States. Yeah. Uh, essentially, everything we have bipartisan agreement in Congress to prevent China from doing, the Bidens were getting paid to do. Wow. Uh, Joe Biden was working, and, and Hunter Biden and Jim Biden, all the Biden family were working counter uh, to what's in the best interest of every American. And Bobolinsky confirmed that he met with Joe Biden uh, on more than one occasion and discussed business. Uh, Joe Biden knew he was going in business with with Hunter 
and with Jim Biden. And he knew that the business was selling the Biden brand. Tony Bobolinsky said under oath today that the business the Bidens were engaged in was selling the Biden brand. They were influence peddling. This has established a pattern. We've now had two of the former Biden associates, Tony Bobolinsky and Devin Archer, who both said that Joe Biden was the brand. He knew uh, all the people that were involved in sending his family millions of dollars. He met with all of them despite lying about it. And I think that is uh, really the biggest news of the day. It is remarkable. And in addition to uh, Devin Archer and Bobolinsky, who are very clear about the brand, uh, Rob Walker basically said the same thing, maybe a little less colorfully, but he said, listen, the reason I sent the Chinese the original letter and Hunter Biden's name is because that's the name that would open the door. And then just uh, before we got our $3 million payment, right, Joe Biden meets with the Chinese at a hotel in yep. Washington. I don't think I could ever have imagined a former vice president saying, hey, let me help you try to get natural gas and other assets out of the United States sent to the Chinese communists or communists is China, but that's really what happened at that meeting, right? That's exactly what happened. It's amazing. So uh, there's this extraordinary moment going on now. Joe Biden wants to shut off the ability of America to export its natural gases to our allies in Europe and elsewhere. But a few years before, he had no problem with his family saying, oh, let the Chinese buy up those assets, Monkey Island, whatever the different assets were. Uh, is there a contradiction in what Joe's doing now, what his family was doing a few years ago? It's a 180-degree turn. I mean, what he uh, enacted by executive order was totally opposite of what his family was getting paid to do yeah. from the Chinese government. So, uh, you know, Joe Biden's never been consistent. Uh, he's trying to uh, create a new narrative about uh, his uh, China first, America last policies that he's had over the first three years of his presidency. And I don't think the American people are going to fall for it, especially when they read the transcripts from Bob Alinsky, from Rob Walker, from Devin Archer. Joe Biden knew exactly what his family was doing. They were selling out to our adversaries around the world, including China. Yeah. And any doubt in your mind that if Joe Biden doesn't make the phone call, doesn't show up at the hotel or the, uh, the Cafe Milano or host someone at the uh, National Naval Observatory, that Hunter Biden wouldn't have been able to close these deals? No. I mean, look, we know that Hunter Biden offered nothing of value to any of these foreign nationals. The only thing he had of value was his father, who was the sitting vice president of the United States and someone that they hope would be president someday. Yeah. So it wasn't that long ago. It's fresh in my memory, for sure, that Joe Biden looked in the camera and said, I never met with my son's business partners. I had nothing to do with the business. My family never got Chinese money. You've disproved all three of those statements. What penalty should a president get for lying to get in office? And then we find out he didn't tell us anything about the truth about this. I mean, Joe Biden has lied consistently about his knowledge of, involvement with, and participation in his family's shady business schemes. We've proven that. Uh, it's been like pulling teeth, John, as you know, oh, getting yeah. evidence, getting everything. We've been obstructed at every turn. But now we're in the what I call the deposition phase, and these interviews are not going well for Joe Biden. Uh, it, was, it was bad enough last week that Robert Hur essentially said Joe Biden was a mental invalid. Uh, but this week— <laughs> You know, we, you have uh, transcripts that are released in, in addition to what Bob Alinsky just said under oath in his interview that, that put Joe Biden right in the center of the picture of, of selling out to our enemy China. Yeah. 
Uh, I went through all the transcripts and documents you put out, and it's really this remarkable pattern. All right, so you got uh, uh, one of the top, a guy named Pazarski at Burisma. That's one of Hunter Biden's big paying clients. He gets FaceTime with Joe Biden at Cafe Milano. Elena Baterina, the Russian oligarch, she gets FaceTime with her Moscow husband, uh, mayor husband. Uh, you've got the Chinese now at the Four Seasons uh, restaurant. You've got the Kazakhstan oligarch who's paying lots of money. Uh, is there anyone that Joe Biden didn't meet with that Hunter Biden was getting paid big money from? I haven't found a single person. And remember, he said numerous times he never met with any of them. Yeah. That he didn't. He's even said he didn't even know that Hunter was on the board of Burisma for a long time. I mean, yeah. lie after lie after lie. And I think that's what Robert Hur faced when he interviewed Joe Biden. I mean, he faced the same frustration I face every day in this investigation. Joe Biden will not tell the truth. And what he tries to do when he gets hemmed in a corner is, is you know, act like he can't recall, you know, yeah. play the age card. Yeah. But at the end of the day, Joe Biden was there. He met with all these people. He knew exactly what was going on. He was the brand the Bidens were selling to our enemies around the world to the tune of tens of millions of dollars. Yeah, it's really remarkable. Now, the last question that a lot of Americans have is how much money or how much financial benefit did Joe Biden get? We've made some pretty big strides on that. We know that there were some bills mm -hmm. paid by Hunter Biden. We know uh, that uh, there was some loan money that came back through James Biden, through the business clients into uh, Joe Biden's uh, pocket. There's no evidence of a loan that we can find. I want to ask you about something I've been hearing some rumblings about, and that is that some of the witnesses or one of the witnesses at least may have suggested that uh, Joe Biden was getting money from his grand children, that Hunter would pay the grandchildren, the grandchildren would then move money to the grandfather. Is there any truth to that rumor? And if so, does that open the door to get a, a, a subpoena for Joe Biden's personal bank records? Yeah. In, in one of the interviews uh, that uh, we haven't, I don't believe, disclosed the transcript yet, the, uh, the witness uh, made reference to an account we didn't know about. Uh, we're researching that account. They also said that that account could have possibly been paid. Uh, with some uh, infusion from, from the grandchildren. Now, I don't know about you, John, but I don't know anyone in the world who's, whose grandchildren have ever uh, deposited money into a savings account for their elderly grandfather. But now, maybe I'm wrong, but that's something we're certainly looking into. Yeah, that seems to be a very important pattern to check into. And I think we'll, we'll get the American public a lot of interest uh, when, when you get to the bottom of it. You've been very methodical about this. And most of this is focused on the corruption because that is such a big part of the family's uh, business and influence peddling. Today, Jim Banks said, listen, when this gets uh, done, this phase of the investigation, I think we should expand the, the, to one charge of, in, uh, of an impeachable offense for the border policy. If Mayorkas did it, Joe Biden let him do it. I just want to get your sentiments on that. That idea that maybe a border charge could be added into this impeachment inquiry against Joe Biden at some point. I think that's certainly something that uh, should be considered. Look, this is just spiraled out of control. And you talk about Joe Biden lying about having no knowledge of what his family was doing and, and lying about meeting all the people that that sent his family millions of dollars. He's lied countless times about the fact that the, the border wasn't secure. He said it yeah. was secure. And now he's lying, saying that it's not secure because Republicans won't give him the authority to secure the border. He's always had the the authority to secure the border. This, too, uh, puts every American citizen at risk. It's a national security concern. And, and I think that this, too, should be something that Joe Biden should be held accountable for. Where we're at now as we wrap up these depositions, John, is to try to get uh, this report to where we can hold people accountable. Not just the Bidens, but all the people in the deep state 
that were responsible for the cover-ups. Uh, and certainly when you look at, at some of the biggest crimes that have been committed uh, under uh, Joe Biden administration, it, it's what's going on at the southern border is criminal. And, and I, I would agree with Jim Banks. I'm open to that. And that's something that, that uh, Chairman Jordan and I will, will be discussing in the coming weeks. Yeah, such important conversations and historic conversations in the history of our country. We've never faced a moment like this. So I want to ask about next steps. Obviously, we've got James Biden, Hunter Biden come in. Those are the big interviews. Mm -hmm. uh, but it seems to me, based on all of the work you've done, that there is a predicate now to subpoena uh, Joe Biden's personal bank records. Are you there? Do you feel like I'm ready to do this and it's time to go get the president's personal bank records to see what money he got and where he got it from? Well, we certainly have a lot of questions about he how he accumulated so much wealth so quickly. Uh, the, the public explanation behind that doesn't add up uh, with most people's calculators. Uh, we're certainly looking into some of these new accounts. We've requested some information, John, that you know is the first step in uh, uh, being able to uh, successfully subpoena bank records. So uh, stay tuned to that. Yeah, you followed a process. You've been clear about the process from the beginning. You followed it. And I think it served the public well because Hunter Biden finally uh, folded his cards and did it. And you're getting these records every day. We're learning so much. Got about 30 seconds left. I want to ask you about tonight's vote. Mayorkas impeachment. You once before already voted for it. How will you vote tonight? And do you think it passes? I will proudly vote to impeach Mayorkas. We need to hold people accountable for what's gone on at the southern border. All the fentanyl that's crossed across the border, all the, the human trafficking, all the lying to the American people. Uh, Mayorkas lied under oath about whether yeah. or not the border was secure, and so is Joe Biden. Yeah, and also about those agents being involved in whipping when there was no such incident yep. that ever occurred. Yeah. Really remarkable. Yeah. Sir, it is a great honor to have you on. We always get a great update when you come on. Thanks for joining us today on a very busy day in Capitol Hill. We're really appreciative. Thank you, John. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. When you come back, Senator Marsha Blackburn is going to be here. She's going to talk about a tragic case in Tennessee that once again shows the extraordinary dangers of allowing violent offenders back onto the streets with low or little bond or no bond or bail. She's also going to talk about the border crisis, following up on the things we've talked about today. Now, before we go to commercial break and bring in Senator Blackburn, a quick shout out to my great friends at the Birch Gold Group. They've been with us really since the beginning of Just the News four years ago. They've supported this podcast. They've supported our television show. They support the website. And while a lot of you have been trying to figure out how do I shelter my savings and investments from all of the setbacks in the economy, you saw what happened to the stock market this week. Ouch. Oh, man, big, big correction. Because why? Inflation has remained stubborn. If that sounds familiar, it's because over and over again, Philip Patrick from Birch Gold Groups come on the show to say, hey, there's a problem. There's a problem. And it, whatever they're telling you in the government in Washington, it's not true. This, this inflation has not been stamped out, and the tools to stamp it out aren't be fully, fully utilized. Okay, so you got that. You remember, he was one of the first guys to tell you. He was telling you that back in 2021, 2022, when the Treasury Secretary Yellen was saying, ah, don't worry about inflation, just transitory. Philip Patrick was right. Treasury Secretary Yellen was wrong. Well, with all of the pain that's been re-evidenced in the marketplace just in the last few days, it's not too late to diversify an old IRA or 401k into gold. And the Birch Gold Group can help you with that. How do they do that? Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold, and it doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. Just text the word Just News to 989898 98 98 for a free info kit. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of happy customers, I encourage you to arm yourself with the knowledge of diversification through precious metals. Text Just News to 989898 98 98 and claim your free info kit. 
and protect your savings with gold today. One more time, text the word Just News to 989898. You're going to get the free info kit and get started on that great journey. All right, quick commercial break. One more back, Senator Marshall Blackburn next. Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully, you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you audit your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're going to get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down. My blood sugar is down. My weight's down. My health is up. My sleeping patterns are better. My metabolism is up. If you want to experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. Hey folks, can your IRA or 401k stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is right at our doorstep? By allocating a percentage of your retirement into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from a turbulent market and economic downturns. All you got to do is put your IRA back on the gold standard. With a multi-trillion dollar trade deficit and ongoing geopolitical instability, experts say now is the time to make the switch. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA, the only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Protect your retirement today with one simple phone call and receive your free gold and silver guide from my good friends at Genesis Gold. To do that, call Genesis Gold Group today at 800 200 G-O-L-D, gold. That's 800-200-GOLD. And find out how you can add precious metals to your IRA. One more time, let me give you the number. It's 800-200-4653. gold Or visit them at genesisgoldgroup.com. Genesis Gold, welcome to the John Solomon Just the News family. Welcome back, everybody. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin was returned to Walter Reed Medical Hospital's critical care unit by his security detail with symptoms suggesting an emergent bladder issue. And while the 70-year-old secretary remains in the hospital for testing and further evaluations, his doctors didn't give an expected discharge date in their statement released to the media. And according to the White House, they have said that President Biden doesn't have concerns over Austin's ability to serve. Defense Secretary was supposed to depart tomorrow for Brussels to hold a meeting of military officials coordinating aid and strategy for Ukraine in its war against Russia, followed by meetings at NATO. However, due to this hospitalization, he has since transferred his powers to Deputy Secretary Kathleen Hicks. Now, I suppose all of these actions are much better than concealing the truth from the public and other government officials like Congress. So joining us now to discuss this and more is Tennessee Senator Marsha Blackburn. Senator, it's an honor to have you back. Thank you for being here. Thank you. 
Senator, I just want to get your top line thoughts on this because, you know, the, the, this is a position. It's not it's it's not a filler job. This is a consequential position. And I know that for someone like Lloyd Austin, anyone who fills the position of defense secretary, you certainly don't want to walk away from that job. But but like I said, this is a very, very important decision. Biden administration says nothing's going to happen. We're not worried about it. Should we be worried about it? We should all be concerned about it. When you look at the amount of kinetic activity that our troops are responding to at this point, uh, what is taking place in the Red Sea, and when you're looking at Iran and the aggressiveness of their proxies, China and the aggressiveness they are showing around Taiwan, then and when you look at what is happening with Israel fighting off Hamas and Hezbollah and how Iran is really going through um, more training equipment and supplies for these terrorist groups, their proxies, then you have to be concerned about this. We have a very weak president, a weak administration, and our adversaries led by the axis of evil, which is Russia, China, Iran, and North Korea, they know weakness when they see it, just as they know strength when they see it. And they are not seeing strength from this administration. Yeah, we hear that, Senator, from so many world leaders who come on the show. They say the same thing, which is we're confused. We don't even know what the Biden administration's policies often are. It's really remarkable. I want to talk about the, the long weekend you had in the Senate and continuing in today. Uh, the Democrats appear poised to try to jam through this foreign aid bill without border security. Meanwhile, the, the concerns about Ukraine aid disappearing. I think there was an IG report recently said lost a billion dollars of equipment. We don't even know where it is in Ukraine. Uh, is the cart before the horse here? Is this bill not the the right bill at this moment in our history? Of course, the cart is before the house, before the horse. I have been saying for weeks, can somebody just tell us what the strategy is for Ukraine? And what do you consider to be a win? And when can we get an accounting of what has happened with all of the money? You know, they're basically what I call three pots of money. You've got the money for the governmental sector, you've got humanitarian aid and you have military aid. Now, no one's really complaining or are really saying they don't need the military aid. We're saying they need it. We know they need it, but we need an accounting on this, knowing where the money is going. Now, you have NATO countries that should be picking up more of this share for keeping the government up, for keeping civil society up, for humanitarian aid. They should be carrying a larger share of this. This is on their doorstep. And we are trying to get some clarity on that. At the same time, John, what we are looking at is that open southern border. Now, if we have another terrorist attack, you and I remember what happened to our nation's economy, what happened with our military, what happened with the American people following that 9-11 attack. Right. So what we have to do is take care of our country first. And when you hear our FBI director say he sees red flashing lights everywhere he looks, that he's never seen so many broad-based threats 
uh, we have to be mindful of that. And when you hear law enforcement and intel experts say it is not a question of if we have an attack, it's a question of when and where we have an attack. That is something that we should put at the top of our to-do list and not push it aside. But that Munich Security Conference is coming up and we have a Democratic leader who wants to go over there and do a victory lap saying he got this through the Senate and he wants to jam the House and he knows this bill is going nowhere in the House. So this is a way for him to go over there and make the House Republicans look bad. It's a way to make Republicans look bad. We know that. Mm. Um, Senator, you know, we, we hear messages coming from the Biden administration, from governmental officials like the one that you cited, that, that it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when, red lights flashing. And yet they seem to refuse to acknowledge the fact that our southern border is our most extreme vulnerability. And I know that you and your colleagues in the Senate, your Republican colleagues, had a number of amendments that you wanted put into this bill, at the very least ending catch and release, illegal immigrants convicted of DUI on expedited removal, requiring citizenship to vote, some certain provisions that, by the way, even on the Democrat side, are polling very high up the list as far as priorities. Why, why do we see this happening with Democrats where they continue to just I mean, in, in, in a pretty disgusting manner, just basically laugh it off. Chuck Schumer knows he doesn't have to get that in there. Well, and like I said, he wants to go over there saying he got this bill through and then use that to cause people to look disparagingly at the House Speaker and at Senate Republicans. We know what he is doing, and we are the ones that are saying we have to tend to our border and we have to secure our border. But a couple of things to remember here, an open border is the Biden border policy. In the first 100 days of his administration, he took 94 actions that opened the border and reduced immigration law. So if you are making it easier on immigration law for illegal immigrants and you are making it easier for people to claim asylum and be paroled into the country and the practice of catch and release was brought forward, remain in Mexico was taken away, the border wall was stopped, it was, they were not building it. They've been trying to sell off the components of that wall. They do not want a wall. So they had no intention of pushing forward border provisions. That is why they immediately pivoted back to funding for Ukraine, because that was their priority. And they desperately want this money before they go to the Munich Security Conference. Yeah, remarkable. More worried about other countries' borders than our own. Senator, you have been an eloquent voice of speaking out against the defunding of police and the weakening of laws and the just outright refusal to enforce some laws in the country now. Uh, there was a horrific episode this week in a shooting spree in Memphis from a criminal who was already out in bail for attempted murder, the sort of person I think you probably wouldn't have wanted to see back on the street, right? You're, you're right about that. He was out on bond for a first-degree mur murder charge, and he did it again. And this is why 
these prosecutors and these DAs that are weak on crime, they need to lock people up and keep them locked up. And you, you look at what is taking place and the recidivism rate that is there. When you apprehend these people and they, there is that charge, then, and his bail was set at $100,000 and he got out. <laughs> and when he got out, he did it again with the shooting spree. <laughs> and of course, there's more death and destruction in the crime in Memphis. I checked this weekend, they had more than 390 killings, shootings in Memphis last year. And they've had 25 so far this year. Those are numbers we continue to be available to help Shelby County in Memphis in any way we can. Uh, we know the mayor is working on this issue. There are so many citizens that are focused on this, this issue, but the crime, the gangs, that is something people in communities, not only in Tennessee, but all across the country are saying, it is important that we support and that we clean up the crime taking place in many communities. Yeah, so important. <laughs> Absolutely. Senator, before we go, uh, you have been very outspoken about the vulnerabilities of Chinese connected and created apps like TikTok. Were you surprised to see that they have a new user, the Biden campaign? I'm not surprised at all. This administration has not moved forward in being tough on China. That's why Xi Jinping has continued to bully Taiwan. Uh, the Biden administration relaxed sanctions on China. They also relaxed sanctions on Iran. And who is buying that Iranian oil? China. And they're stockpiling that oil, building massive fuel reserves. And uh, they know that Joe Biden is not going to do anything to deter them. So I guess if he can't beat them, he joins them. Folks, one more good guest to go today. When we come back, I'm really excited. Kathleen Sagama from the Western Energy Alliance. We're going to tackle all the myths in the energy markets that have been created by the Biden administration and their allies in the green movement. We'll have that right after these messages. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS. They know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. 
Hey folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS. They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title in your first 30 days of triple lock home title protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. Welcome back, America. In the last block, we talked a little bit about Joe Biden's family and its effort to help Chinese companies, China, gain liquid natural gas and other gas assets in the United States back when they were in private business. More recently, the president's administration today, the Biden administration, announced a temporary pause of pending approvals of liquefied natural gas exports until the Department of Energy could update the underlying analyses for these authorizations. It's created an uproar all across the country, in the markets, in the energy industry, and elsewhere. And uh, with this being Energy Week on Capitol Hill, a lot of people are sounding off. We're very lucky to be joined right now by one of the true industry experts. She leads the Western Energy Alliance uh, and is in the middle of these very important conversations. Kathleen Sagama joins us right now. Kathleen, great to have you back on the show. Great to be with you, John. I I have seen a lot of energy policies pass around this town over the years, but few have created the outrage of this LNG pause. What's going on and what do you think the outcome will be with Congress now getting involved? I think what's going on is exactly what the Washington Post said. This was a sop to the climate activists. Um, You know, when even the left is calling it for what it is and um, the bipartisan pushback from many Democrats on the Hill to the media on how blatantly political this was and how bad it is for America's energy security, for our allies, for jobs and economic development in the United States. So bad on so many different levels that it, it is a head scratcher as to what the heck the White House was doing. Yeah. Uh, So climate activists say, let's get rid of some of these natural gas exports. But if I'm reading the EIA data correctly, and I think I've done some stories on this in the past, the single largest source of reduction of carbon emissions in the United States the last decade is from natural gas, right? Getting off of coal, moving to natural gas. Aren't they kind of shooting their own foot on this one? Well, you know, the environmental left has never really been about what's good for the environment. It's about the control. So, you know, I'm not surprised that they're they're denying the, a climate change solution. Um, so by fuel switching to natural gas in the electricity sector, as you mentioned, natural gas has delivered 60% of the reductions in the United States' uh, power sector amazing. compared to 40% for wind and solar. Yeah. So we're doing more than wind and solar to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. And if we export our natural gas overseas through liquefied natural gas, which we've been doing, we're now the leading exporter in the world, we can export that climate change solution. We can 
help other countries reduce their greenhouse gases, just like we've done in the United States. So we can show leadership. It's, it, it is stunning. You're right. It is a head scratcher. You use the right term there. All right. So now if I understand what's going on is that rather than do this um, piecemeal, Congress is trying to put one large bill together that tries to address this and, and protects the LNG industry and this opportunity because it's cheaper energy and also carbon reducing energy. Uh, how is that going to play out on Capitol Hill? Well, we hope that it will be a likewise a bipartisan passage of the bill in the House later this week. So Representative Fluger out of Texas yeah. is has put forward a bill that would get the Department of Energy out of the business of uh, licensing LNG export terminals. Um, the federal uh, FERC already regulates uh, pipelines and uh, interstate commerce and the the terminals to act export LNG overseas. Um, but the Department of Energy from a very outdated law from 1938 has this ability to come in and, and determine if an export license is in the public's interest or not. Um, that determination was made by the Department of Energy several years ago based on a 2018 study. Since that time, um, it has been shown that we can produce more natural gas, we can export more. Like I said, we're the leading exporter in the world. And at the same time that we became a leading exporter, we also reduced uh, natural gas prices by 62%. So wow. the, the public interest has been shown from that study in 2018 till the present that you know, by exporting, we're not going to disadvantage American consumers. We've already increased exports and reduced the price they pay for natural gas. So suddenly requiring the Department of Engin of Energy to re-look at that study, there's no evidence that they need to because it's already been shown in the public yeah. interest. Well, Congressman Fluger's bill would get DOE out of the business of that and, you know, just there's no other commodity that requires this extra step. So we're hoping that this passes in a bipartisan fashion. Several um, members of Congress have come out against the president's ban on new LNG export licenses. So we're hoping they vote for this bill on Friday. Yeah, we're going to be covering that closely here with our good reporter, Kevin Kilo. Now, I want to ask about one other victory that recently occurred. About a year ago, the Biden administration started a crackdown on gas appliances, particularly gas stoves that so many people love to cook with. Uh, at one point, a large number of the stoves in the market were significantly in danger of being phased out. But the uh, due to the outcry that your industry and the journalism and other created, um, they took their hands off their stoves in a big way. I think only about 3 percent of gas stoves are now going to be impacted. That's a big win, not just for the industry, but for the American consumer, right? Absolutely. And I think the Biden administration received the full force of grassroots pushback yeah. on that. From home chefs to professional chefs, they said, hands off our stoves. And as a result, the White House and the Department of Energy was forced to back down on rules that would essentially ban natural gas stoves. They came to a compromise a solution with the appliance manufacturers and that final rule was published recently and like you said it will not take most stoves off the marketplace so yeah. that was an example of how consumer pushback and and people just ordinary citizens saying wait a minute don't take away my consumer choice don't take away my car don't take away my natural gas stove don't tell me what kind of dishwasher to use there's a real pushback on this over controlling aspect from the left and so it's, you know, it's a, it's a great example of when 
grassroots really does pay off. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports, a podcast from Justin News. A big thank you to our great guest, Chairman James Comer. A lot of news in that interview. Senator Marsha Blackburn, a lot of news in that interview. Western Energy Alliance's Kathleen Sagama. A lot of truth-telling in a very a story that often gets muddied by the biases of reporters here in Washington about fossil fuels, energy, and what's going on. Keep in mind, natural gas, which Joe Biden seems to want to squeeze out of the market, has been the single largest force reduction in carbon emissions. Without it, 60% more carbon emissions over the last few years. That's a very important fact to remember from Kathleen's thing. And also, another important fact to remember, if you just text the word Just News to 989898, Birch Gold Group will send you free info kit, how to Buffer and protect your investments by diversifying into gold, particularly your retirement 401k IRAs. But you didn't know you could do that. You can. How are you going to find out? Are you going to get started? Are you going to be learned? It real simple. Text the word Just News to ninety eight ninety eight ninety eight, and my good friends at Birch Gold Group they'll get you started. All right, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports. We'll be back tomorrow with a big lineup, a lot of interesting guests. But until then, God bless you and have a great, great evening. Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully, you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you out at your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're gonna get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down, my blood sugar is down, my weight's down, my health is up, my sleeping patterns are better, my metabolism is up. If you wanna experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. Hey folks, can your IRA or 401k stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is right at our doorstep? By allocating a percentage of your retirement into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from a turbulent market and economic downturns. All you got to do is put your IRA back on the gold standard. With a multi-trillion dollar trade deficit and ongoing geopolitical instability, experts say now is the time to make the switch. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA, the only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Protect your retirement today with one simple phone call and receive your free gold and silver guide from my good friends at Genesis Gold. To do that, call Genesis Gold Group today at 800 200 G-O-L-D, gold. That's 800-200-GOLD. And find out how you can add precious metals to your IRA. One more time, let me give you the number. It's 800-200-4653. 
800-200-4653 gold or visit them at genesisgoldgroup.com. Genesis Gold, welcome to the John Solomon Just the News family.